the 17th of August, 2006, episode 43. The Rookie Designer, with your host, Adam Hay. Rookie Designer is a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Let's take a look at the starting lineup. Although it may not always seem like the best place to be when you're there, school is really a great time and a great place to take advantage of more resources surrounding you than probably you'll ever have again. That's right, it's a back-to-school edition of Rookie Designer. Short on time? Check out the One Minute Tip, a collection of short podcasted tips, interviews, quick starts, and videos covering the technologies we use every day. A great little podcast to wedge between the minutes of your busy day. Check out the One Minute Tip at www.oneminutetip.com. A couple of things that we need to cover before we get into the thick of it. Uh, we've had more web problems, and uh, I had a couple people email me about this, and thank you very much for doing so. If you ever find any kind of problems with the website, with the forum, with anything, uh, please let me know so I can try and get that corrected as soon as possible. I want you guys to have the best experience when you come to the website. And, uh, well, sometimes some things go wrong. Part of it, this is the problems are kind of twofold. And I'm not sure if anybody experienced this first one, but when I put up the last episode, for some reason when I posted it, it kind of froze up the whole site but this was only happening with Firefox. And Firefox, I guess the newest edition, it's like 1.5.06 or something like that. And Firefox actually updates itself now. So when you open it up, if there's an update there, it'll automatically do it for you. So I had no way of going back and checking to see if it was maybe the version of Firefox. I'm assuming it is because I opened it up in Safari and also Internet Explorer and had absolutely no problems with either of those browsers. It was just Firefox. But basically it was freezing up. So what I ended up having to do, if you go to the website now, you're going to notice that uh, before I had the little players, it would say the title of the episode. Then there would be like a little audio player that you could use. And then under that, there's a chiclet and then there's some uh, other links there. What I did is I got rid of all of the little MP3 players that were on the page, and that seems to do the trick. Now I'm not having any problems. So if you go there now, you'll see the episode. There's the chiclet that says audio MP3. If you click on that, it'll open in a new window. You'll be able to listen to it that way. There's links next to that that say play now, and that actually opens up the player on the page, and it lets you listen to it that way. There's also a play and pop-up, and that'll open up a new little window with a player in it. Or there's one for download, which I think also gives you, yeah, it opens up another window with a QuickTime player in it. So you can use any of those methods. If you were listening on the website before, you can use any of those methods. If you are listening on the website, I really encourage you to subscribe to this podcast so that you can catch every single episode, not miss any of them. And they'll be downloaded right into your aggregator, and it's much easier. And... uh you can subscribe with iTunes just by clicking on a link. It's in the fast links on the right-hand side of the website. It's the second to last one. So you can do it that way. 
The other problem we were having, and we've been having this for the last month now, is just with the server that I use. They've been having problems with their servers going down, with power outages, with all kinds of crazy stuff. And uh, they're just trying to get a handle on it. I put in a, a ticket today and they wrote me back and they said, well, you know, it's just has to do with all these problems that we're having. Hopefully soon it'll it'll go away. But for this, you might have experienced, uh, it takes a long time to load the website sometimes, and sometimes it won't even load at all. So unfortunately, this is completely out of my hands. This has everything to do with the servers and nothing to do with me, so I can't fix it. Uh, we just got to bear with it and uh, just get through it, I guess. But hopefully when you go to download these things in your aggregator, that'll work. And uh, you won't have any problems with that. If you do, I apologize. Uh, next thing is the podcast awards. Uh, all the voting is finally done. So they're just counting up the votes. Uh, at the time that I'm recording this, they're still not done counting. It's supposed to come out sometime this evening. So by the time you listen to this podcast, the votes will be counted and they will be uh, hopefully in our favor. If not, well, we gave it our best shot. And I want to thank everybody so much for voting that went out there and voted at podcastawards.com. Whether you voted once or voted uh, 12 times or whatever it was that you could, I really appreciate you doing that for me. And uh, I can't say it enough. This show would be nothing without its listeners, without the great community that we've built. So I thank you for that. Uh, I mentioned last time that the Apple Developers Conference was coming up, and that has come and passed since the last episode. I did put up something on the website, but you might not have caught it. I think I actually called this one. I said, well, they're probably going to release something there, and it might be the new tower, the new uh, desktop computer. And indeed it was. They've released the Mac Pro. So if you go up to rookiedesigner.com, I have a little blog entry for that. It says Apple Developer Conference Announcements. And there's some uh, links in there. The other thing they did, they previewed the new Mac OS X, which is Leopard. And there's links to that as well. If you go, or if you just go to apple.com, you can find these things. And uh, I recommend if you're on a Mac, go check out that Leopard preview because they have a couple of videos you can watch and there's some really cool stuff coming out in that. Since we are done with the podcast awards, I would like to ask you to go back to, uh, voting for me on Podcast Alley. And of course, you can do that the easy way just by going to rookiedesigner.com. Look on the right-hand side towards the top. You'll see a little field. Just stick your email in there and press press the send vote button. It would help us out a lot. And uh, now that you don't have to vote every day for podcast awards, you can vote for that just once a month. It seems all that much easier, doesn't it? I want to send one more message out that I'm going to be at Photoshop World this year. It is in Las Vegas from the 7th to the 9th of September, I believe. And I'm going to be there. So if you're going to be there, send me an email or send me a message somehow and we'll hook up and have some drinks and get to know each other, talk some shop or maybe do some gambling. Who knows? But if you're going to be there, I'd like to meet you. I'd like to meet anybody that listens to the show. And uh, that'd be cool. That'd be a lot of fun. The last thing, kind of exciting, somebody actually pointed out to me in the forums, somehow I got this uh, magazine and didn't even catch it, and I was even looking for it too, I I must be completely blind, just shows you how much I actually read everything, but I have a little feature in the newest edition of Layers magazine, it's in the July-August Layers, and if you look into the letters, the feedback from our readers, it says, I'm actually under Letter of the Month. So what the deal was, it was the issue previous to this. 
somewhere in like the tips or something like that, some guy had said that there wasn't a shortcut to go in between two different documents in Illustrator if you are on a Mac. And I corrected him in telling him that, yes, actually, there is a way to do that. And the key command for that is command tilde key. And that's the one that's above the tab key. And uh, if you do that, it'll go in between the two documents. So I, the guy wrote me back and he's like, do you mind if we publish this in the magazine? And I said, yeah, go for it. And I, then I wrote him back and I said, well, if you do that, could you possibly put in a, a little blurb about the Ricky Designer podcast and put the link in there? So it has my name and then it has the name of the podcast and the link. So hopefully some people will see that and join in and uh, join in on our fun. But uh, I don't know how I missed this. It's in the letters, but it's actually the letter of the month, and it's it's in a, a little brown box, and I just don't know how I missed it. Anyways, that's very exciting news, and thanks for alerting me to that. That's awesome. All right, so this week I'm kind of busy, and uh, I, I figured I'd pump out a little short episode. I've thought that I was going to do that a couple times before, and it's become a long one, so that might happen today too, but... I just wanted to talk a little bit about school. And for those of you who watch the the Quick Tips podcast, there actually is going to be a new one out this Friday. And I've done that from time to time, but I'm going to change the format now. I'm actually making one that's called Mac Tips. And it's going to be in the same feed. You'll get it the same place. But I, I found out that, or I realized that I had made a couple of Quick Tips episodes that were in applications that were only for Macintosh computers. And I thought, oh, well, that's a great way to ostracize all the people who are on PCs. So I'm going to try not to do that anymore. I'm going to release these ones every once in a while on a Friday, and they're for Macintosh only. But I'm still going to release Quick Tips every Tuesday, and that will be universal. It will be for PC and Mac. But every once in a while, the the Mac listeners, because I'm on a Mac, you'll get to take advantage of these extra ones that will come out every, every now and again on a Friday. So just keep an eye out for that if you're on a Mac or if you want to learn about Mac applications. All right, so a lot of people, probably a lot of the listeners, I'm guessing, are might be going back to school pretty soon. And I know it's not the, always the easiest thing to go back to school when you've been away from it. Although it is fun, and if you do enjoy design, it's a, it's a fun time. It's You probably enjoy going to school a little bit, but once you're away for a while and you don't have to do it, well, everything becomes more like work than play. So I just wanted to do a little episode here and kind of remind you of why some of the reasons why you shouldn't dread going back to school. And let me just preface this by saying I'm going to try not to be too much of a motivational speaker. I don't like to preach about the things that I talk about, but, you know, sometimes it's necessary. And also, I really believe that school should, number one, be one of the best times of your life. It really is. Before you get out into the workforce, enjoy your life when you're young. And I know that designers, more so than other groups, really know how to party. They know how to have a good time. Uh, it's it's not like uh, engineers or anything like that. Uh, those people are kind of strange. They don't really have social lives. For the most part, designers usually have a good sense of of how to have a good time and how to have a good social life. And it's very healthy for you as well. So take advantage of that. And number two, soak up as much info as you possibly can from all the people that are around you. So why does Adam say that it's so great to be a student? Well, like I said in the beginning, 
This is a time in your life where you're going to have loads of outlets for help and support, more so than probably any other time in your life. So you really need to take advantage of that. And this starts with your classmates. And you might be thinking, well, my classmates, they're on the same kind of level as I am. They only know as much as I do. So how am I going to learn something from them? And especially since you both are in school and, well, the instructor probably hasn't taught you everything you need to know yet, how are you supposed to learn from this person? Well, you can always learn ways to work. You can learn about workflow. Everybody does things a different way, and the more ways you know to get around problems, the better off you're going to be as a designer. Uh, Most importantly about your classmates, though, this is an excellent time to learn how to network. If you're one of those people who's not very outgoing and kind of shy, this is a good time for you to work on that and really be able to just go up to people and start talking to them about design and and figuring out that you guys obviously have the same interests uh, because you're in th- that school or you're in that certain class. It makes it a little bit easier for you. And again, you can build those relationships that might actually carry on into the workforce and they're going to benefit both of you guys. So make sure that, that you share with your classmates, share your knowledge and and they'll share theirs with yours. It works just the same as when you get out in the workforce, but this is an easier way to get started on that. Uh, Another outlet might be the teacher aides. I'm not sure if they have these in all the classes. They did in mine. But sometimes you don't necessarily have something that you have to take to the instructor. Maybe the instructor is busy with someone else. Maybe it's something that's not that important. Maybe it's just a quick question. Uh, These people usually have some pretty good knowledge. They've usually been around a few years. So you can definitely get some knowledge from them as well. The obvious one is uh, the instructors, whether they be your instructor or not. Let's see if a question that's in some other area, something that maybe doesn't pertain to your particular class, don't be afraid to go up to the other instructors that, that you might not have. They're all there for the same reason. That's to teach every student that's in the school. So definitely don't hesitate to go and ask them. But as far as instructors go, make sure you ask everything you want to know. Get all your questions out while you can, because these people have been around the block a few times and they know a lot of stuff. They know they've been through a lot of situations that you're going through and that you're going to go through for the next uh, whatever, however many years you spend on your career. So definitely take advantage of that. You definitely don't want to leave any questions out there. A very bad mistake that you can make is not asking questions that you want to know the answer to, because these people can most likely give it to you. Uh, One that might not be so apparent is just the staff that works at the school. Um, At my school, there were actually some people that went to the school that worked on the staff. That's probably not always the case. Uh, I think that was the case just because my school was smaller. But even if they're not directly related to design, you're going to be dealing with these people. There's going to be people helping you out with your, your student loans or financial aid. There's going to be deans and counselors that you're going to interact with. And these people also help you, maybe not with your design skills, but they're going to help you out with uh, developing your career, getting that first job, getting your life in order so that you can have a nice career. So definitely, again, lean on these people for anything that you need because they're not going to be there necessarily when you get out of school. You're not going to have that help anymore. Uh, Some of the things, some of the outlets that aren't actual people you're most likely going to have some kind of library at your school. Uh, My school was very small again, but it did have a library. So they're going to have books there, books on design, maybe some tutorial books, uh, maybe just some books for inspiration and also magazines for all three of those things. So take advantage of that. They might also have videos. 
uh, a lot of schools are going to this now too. I mean, we're in the age of computers. Uh, they might have some kind of video library for you, video tutorials or anything like that. So if they do have that, take advantage of that as well. Other things you'll find when you're in school, things that are pretty expensive and uh, can be very useful to you for your projects. Uh, things like Pantone books, Pantone color swatch books. Uh, those things don't come cheap, but they can definitely help you out if you're trying to figure out what kind of colors uh, you're going to use in your project and, and make sure that they actually come out the right color when it's printed. Uh, stock photo CDs, they had tons of these in my schools and uh, definitely a great thing to be able to use for your projects and also stock sound effects CDs. Now these are the things, make sure that you know that you can't take stuff from these CDs that they own at the school and use them in something that's going to make you money. That that doesn't work that way. You still have to pay for your own. But it's definitely good for portfolio pieces or student projects, anything that's that's just basically to show your skills and not to make you money. And uh, a lot of schools, I'm going to assume, have that. Our school definitely did. So Again, something something more to take advantage of there that you might not have if you're just out on your own learning. The next one is you may have more time for projects. And this definitely isn't going to apply to people who work full-time and also go to school full-time. I've lived that life. I know you don't have any time when you're doing that. All you have time for is your job and your work and maybe a couple of meals and some sleep. That's about it. That's It's a... Not a fun life, but but one that some people have to go through. And I did myself, and I'm glad I did. But if you're not one of those people, if you're lucky enough to maybe just have some kind of part-time job or even be super lucky and have your parents pay for you to go to school, uh, make sure you take advantage of your free time. Now, again, you want to make sure that you do have some kind of social life. You don't want to eat, sleep, and drink design because uh, you're going to miss out on some stuff. But use that free time wisely and maybe be able to work on some tutorials, uh, get some books with some tutorials and work through the whole books, or just do something like lynda.com if you have some extra money, or just anything free that you can find on, a, on the internet and work through those tutorials. It's going to help you out. It's going to make you excel in your classes, and it'll help you out in the long run. You can also do mock projects. Make up some projects for yourself, kind of like the ones we were talking about in the last episode, and you should have some time to work through those things. Uh, another thing to just get you more experience and, and help you out and get you ahead of your class. Also, if you can get some freelance gigs, uh, if you're good enough to do so already, get out there and start working, start making some money. This could actually help you uh, maybe not have to have that part-time job so you can have more free time. But uh, if you can grab some freelance gigs, again, that gives you more experience and uh, helps you out, keeps you practice in all your applications and is definitely going to be a very good use of your free time. And just keep in mind that once you actually get out in the workforce, you may not have time for this. It really depends on how many extracurricular activities you do. I can speak from experience because I have way too many and uh, I have absolutely no time, but even just having a full-time job sometimes is enough to make you tired enough not to want to do anything else when you get home. So that's why I say take advantage of this free time when you have it because it might not be there in, in a couple of years. The Keys to the Game, brought to you by TechPodcast.com. Our key command for today is to actually put a filter on a Photoshop image that you've already used, like the, the last filter that you put on something. And this, is, this can come in handy if you're 
say putting the same filter on a bunch of different layers. The way you do this is Command F on the Mac and Control F on the PC. It's a short one today using the last filter in Photoshop. Again on the Mac, Command F and on the PC, Control F. Closely related to this are internships, and we've talked about this before as well, but we'll just go over it again. You have to take advantage of this. This is an excellent opportunity for you to get some good experience and, and learn things from people who do what you want to do, basically. And you can take advantage. A lot of schools have placement in different internships, and if you can take advantage of that, definitely do that. Uh, but you can also go find your own. Some examples, if you want to work in video, you can go to your local TV stations. Many, many times those people will have interns throughout the year. And uh, obviously you can't get much better experience than that. That's just getting, it's like getting thrown in the thick of things and uh, really learning your trade. Another example, if you're going into print work, then you could go to different design firms around or PR or marketing firms or anything like that usually have design teams and you can just see if they need any help there. And I'll just say this again, it's probably going to be pretty easy for you to get an internship wherever you want because, well, that's just free labor for them. You're working for them for free and they get an extra hand and you all you're asking is to be able to learn something from the people that work there. And well, they usually go for that. So this, again, is another great outlet for knowledge and even more than that, real working experience. You can see the inner workings of a business, much like one that you might actually have a job in very soon. One of the very biggest advantages of going back to school or being in school is discounts. And this usually applies to, you have to be at least a part-time student, I believe, to get most of these discounts. But if you are, man, you can save a lot of money. You can save money on hardware. And this is actually how I bought my computer. I have a big 23-inch screen for mine. I have the G5 tower. I would not have had these things had it not been for my educational discount. And believe me, I made sure that before I was done with school, I went ahead and bought these things because it saved me a ton of money. Uh, you can save money at the Apple Store, usually, if you're a student. Uh, I believe Dell also has many educational discounts. Most stores do. So uh, definitely inquire about that if you don't know that they do already. Inquire at your school. Some schools have uh, deals where they can either purchase the computers for you or you purchase through their account and you get a discount, something like that. But definitely check that out. Uh, another one is software. I'm sure everybody knows that there's educational software out there that is a fraction of the price of many of the applications that, that you have to pay for if you're not in school. You might be paying uh, what I think Photoshop is like 600 bucks or something like that. You might be paying 100 or 150 instead. So definitely take advantage of that too. It's a good opportunity for you to get these things and have them at home to be able to work on them when you're not in school and just get that much better. Another thing you can save on is organizations. Uh, I've talked about the NAPP, the National Association of Photoshop Professionals, a very good one to do, and you do save some money being a student, so uh, you can take advantage of that, and the NAP, as I've said before, is great. It gives you more discounts on several different things, hardware, software, seminars. It also automatically subscribes you for Photoshop user, which gives you a magazine all year filled with tutorials in Photoshop, so that one's a great one. 
Uh, you can also save on ones like the uh, AIGA. So just keep your eye open for that. Organizations, you can save some money. Seminars and expos. Uh, I think I talked about this last time, but Photoshop World, which I'm going to, I got a $100 discount on mine. I'm paying $400. If you're a student, you pay $150. And uh, I don't have to tell you how much of a savings that is. That's phenomenal savings. And it's like that for most of the seminars out there or the expos out there. You can save a ton of money if you're a student. So definitely take advantage of that while you can. So let's say you're not a student and you want to take advantage of some of this stuff. Well, you could always become one. And this doesn't always mean that you're going to go to a four-year or even a trade school. Sometimes it means just taking a class at a community college or at any local college that you have. You don't necessarily always have to enroll fully in a college to take a class. You can also do this by attending seminars and stuff like that. It's a little bit different because you're not getting you know, the basic knowledge. You're not learning how to use an application. You're just getting tips about it. But if you can go in and take a community college class or something like that, you're, you're definitely going to be gaining some of that knowledge. You're all of a sudden going to have a teacher, maybe a teacher's aide that you can go to, and all the different resources that go along with that school. There are also classes that are kind of unrelated to schools. And you're going to find these more, let's say if you go up to adobe.com and you go to the section that talks about certification. Now, these classes aren't always dealing with certification. There definitely are some tracks that you can take and end up being certified in an application. But there are some also that just teach you the different applications. They usually last about two to three days. Uh, they are pretty expensive. They're, they range from like $1,000 to 1500 Sometimes you can get them on specials if they don't have enough people enrolling. But uh, you'll find these companies, and I'll try and find the link... Like I said, you go up to Adobe and, and you look in the section about certification and they'll usually have some link to find these uh, organizations in your area that give these classes. In San Diego, there's one called Sterling and Ledette and they also do service some other states as well. I can't really think of them right now. But uh, basically, they're in the business of giving these classes. And like I said, they're like two or three days it's super intensive, fast track, so you're going to spend those three days just getting tons and tons of knowledge about one certain application. And at times, they're also broken up into different sections. So if you had flash classes, they would have the basic flash, just how to use it. The next one might be intermediate, like doing some animations and some action scripting. And then they would have another one that's advanced flash, and that would be like tons of action scripting or, or whatever it would, might be. But those are good things to do, too, if you have the money to do it. Now, with these, you might not get all the perks of someone who's actually enrolled in a full-time school, but you do get more of those outlets to knowledge. Again, you're going to have those teachers there or those instructors that you can ask questions of, and you might have the other resources if you are actually in a school environment. And again, you're going to have classmates, so take advantage of that as well. Now, that's what I call a rookie mistake. The rookie mistake for this week is something that might sound kind of strange. It actually is something that I went through. I'm not sure if it's really common or not, but uh, well, you got to be aware of post-grad depression. I'm not sure if this happens to everybody, but it definitely happened to me and you really shouldn't let it happen to yourself. I was so burnt out from school and of course I went to work as well. So I was full-time work and school, which really could have made this worse than it usually is. 
But I was so burnt from that school and work that I sat on my ass and did nothing, did no design for about two to three months afterwards. Now, I did have my job still, so I still had to do that. But I had lots of aspirations of getting out, starting my freelance business, or at least going through some tutorials or making some mock projects and really beefing up my portfolio. I did absolutely none of this stuff. And uh, it really was a bad time. It was a good time for me in that, you know, I wanted to be lazy and finally I was able to be lazy and maybe take, you know, a few weeks or a month off after school and just say, okay, I'm going to take this time off. I'm not going to do anything in design because it's making me sick right now. That's what I've been doing for the last couple years or four years. You can do that. That's okay. But make sure that you make a game plan to get back into it and, and really start heading in the direction that you want to go. And maybe a month is too long, or maybe you need to set aside at least some time that you're going to dedicate to keeping your keeping yourself practiced in your applications. But definitely don't go this uh, two months, three months without doing anything. Uh, because first of all, you're going to be rusty on your applications if you're not using them. You may delay yourself in getting a job, and you really have to stay motivated. You have to uh, get on top of these things because it's very easy to to get lazy and uh, just not follow through on what you're supposed to be doing. So make sure you try not to do that. Don't be like me. Things are getting a bit out of hand. Looks like it's time to go to the bullpen. For our website today, I wanted to do something that really related. And, well, this is a great website to go to if you are a student. You do have to be a student to use it because it is all about getting discounts on software. The website is called gradware.com. And you know what? There is some other ones out there like this. And somebody either sent me an email or posted something on the forum about it. And I can't for the life of me find it now. So if you were that person and you sent me the other link for a website where you can get discounted software, please send me another email or please post it on the on the forum. You can just go up under Ricky Designer and post it uh, under that category for episode 43 so that everybody can check that out. But there was, I know there are some other websites out there where you can get discounted software. Uh, you might look out for these people that send you the spam that's like the OEM or whatever and they're trying to sell you, you know, Photoshop for $25. Definitely look out for that. It's not that... This is not what we're talking about. We're talking about legit websites that sell education-priced applications. And like I said, Photoshop would be something like 100 bucks or 150 bucks. Uh, if it sounds too be- too good to be true, it probably is. So be weary of those people. But again, you go to gradwire.com. Uh, I think you go through some kind of process to, to prove that you are a student, and then you're able to buy that very cheap software. So take advantage of that. I'll give you one more reminder about Podcast Alley. I'm asking you to vote there again now that the podcast awards are done. Great thing about Podcast Alley is you only have to vote once a month. That's right. And the easy way to do it, go to rookiedesigner.com slash rookie. I think I left that out last time. Uh, But you'll get the point. You go to the Rookie Designer website. On the right-hand side, stick your email in the little form field. Press the send vote button. And, well, you're pretty much done there. They'll send you an email, click on the link in the email, and then you're done. Very simple process, and it would help me out a lot. Also, if you want to contact me for any reason, if you have a question, if you have something you'd like me to cover in a show, 
And definitely be sending me those if you want. It kind of goes along with the whole thing of ask a question if you have one. Definitely ask me. There's several ways you can do so. Adam at RookieDesigner.com to send me an email. You can Skype me at username TitanStrides. You can use the call-in line, 619-573-4043. Add your country code into one if you're outside the U.S. You can go to myspace.com slash rookie designer. Contact me that way. Or the one that I always recommend, the best way to do it is to go to the forum. That way you can get the opinions of over 200 designers. That's right. Lots of great conversations going up there. Uh, I always say that, but it seems like everything's just intensified lately. Uh, I think I didn't go up on the forum for about two days during the weekend, got back and there was just tons of stuff up there. So I was very excited to see that, but uh, definitely put your thoughts up there if you have some. Also tell, tell your friends about Ricky Designer. We've been getting a little bit of coverage. I've been actually getting some emails from some pretty interesting people lately. So uh, things are really ramping up a little bit, but make sure you tell your friends, your classmates, your workmates, anybody that you think could benefit from this podcast, please let them know about it. Let them know where it is. Tell them how to subscribe if they don't already know. Spread the word. All right, I think that's about it. Uh, thank you again for listening, as always. If there's any new listeners, again, if you haven't subscribed yet, please do so so you don't miss any of these great episodes. And be sure to go back and, and check out all the old ones. For those of you who have been with me for the long haul, thank you so much. And again, thank you to those people who voted for me for the podcast awards. Uh, we'll be waiting to see what happens on that. And uh, just remember, everyone's a rookie before they're an all-star. That one's high. It's got the distance. It's Okay.